In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to you on this gray and beautiful Pentecost morning. I'm sure you all had a great time with your hot rods and whatnot out on automotion, or you did like I did and hid far away from it all in peace. But either way, we come now to the house of the Lord God on this 50-day, 50th day after Easter to bring together those great Paschal Ficities into their summit and move forward in the advance of the gospel. And if you may recall, because I know you recall every last thing of my sermon forever and ever, no doubt. But if you may recall, on Easter Sunday, we sang the sequence and I preached from the text of the sequence, asking us to call to mind in particular what the sequence and the scriptures reminded it of us, the evidence of the resurrection of Christ, the burial cloth and the cloth that covered his face that the, not only the apostolic witness, but also these things rooted deep in history, which we today call by the title, the Shroud of Turin and the Veil of Manapello, testify. And we hear in the scriptures from John 15, what will the Spirit do? He won't speak on his own. He will guide to all truth. He will take from what is Christ and declare it to us. He will speak the things that are coming. That phrase of Jesus, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. When he comes, the spirit of truth will lead you into all truth. This is Christ telling us about the flowering, the growth of the life of the church that will grow into all truth. I wish to go to the text of the sequence. Again, I know you're all great Latin scholars, but I'll read from the translation just in case anyways. These middle verses. O oh, most blessed light divine, shine within these hearts of yours in our inmost being fill. Where you are not, we have not. Nothing good in deed or thought, nothing free from taint of ill. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness pour your dew, wash the stains of guilt away. And then my favorite, because they mostly apply to me anyways. Bend the stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen, warm the chill. Guide the steps that go astray on the faithful who adore and confess you evermore. In your sevenfold gifts descend. The sequence reminds us what Christ is trying to re remind us as well. The Spirit is that dynamic force that declares, that bears witness, that guides into all truth. The sprinkling at the beginning is a small sign of what happened to each of us who are baptized when the Spirit washed away all stain of sin. Because He is here. He is in the soul that is baptized. And so there is good. There is free thought. And there is might and power. 
And on this Pentecost Sunday, I simply bid you to recall that in your own life, that there is the power when your heart feels frozen or chill, if you feel steps have gone astray, when you feel there is dryness, then it is time when you make the sign of the cross to adore the Father, love the Son, and embrace the Holy Spirit. Not to get to do pietistic, but you notice the Holy Spirit is the crossbar, it's the embrace. And when you embrace, there is warmth. When you embrace, the weight of another bears. Anyone who's given, I've given a hug to you know, when I embrace you, my weight bears on you. You better have your feet planted firm or I'll tip you over. The Holy Spirit is that weight that bears and guides. And to be very practical in the sacred scriptures, which the Holy Spirit guided the Catholic Church to give the righteous scriptures that we call the Bible. In the lives of the ancient Christians who bear testimony to what the Spirit did and what the Church taught. To the very magisterium of the Church, we can strip that down to a simple understanding and call it the Catechism. And when that happens, it becomes an infinite fire. If you've ever gone to confession and heard the words of absolution, the priest invokes what? The Holy Spirit has sent the Holy Spirit among us for forgiveness of sins. Yes. The priest holds his hands over the chalice and the wine and bids the Holy Spirit do action and work. And so, I encourage you to learn the words of the sequence as a simple prayer. If you've ever wondered what a good prayer to the Holy Spirit is, the Vene Sancte Spiritus, so we call the sequence for Pentecost, is that. Give us virtue's sure reward. Give us your salvation, Lord. Give us joys that never end. And so let us stand simply and mightily. There is much work to do, we all know it. There is much to testify to for certain. We will invoke the glory of the Blessed Trinity in a pure way next Sunday. And we can do so because we are reminded that the Spirit is given by Jesus Christ to guide to all truth, to glorify Him. And that's my last point. In all these things, whenever you do them, to glorify Jesus, whether it's obedience to a parent, kindness to a spouse, hard work at your job, diligent study at your school, forgiving wrongs, coming to Mass, saying your rosary, reading your scriptures, whatever it is, if you do it to glorify Jesus, for whatever the reason you might, there is power. There is dew for the dryness, melting for the frozen, warming for the chill, right pass for the astray. And so, in peace, because I'm a little giddy and could preach a 30-minute sermon, but you're not here for that. You're here to adore the Lord.
praise God. Why? To glorify Jesus and know the might of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.